0: is going on everybody how is it going it is wednesday night that's right and of course as i always say that makes it the time is right for wrestling outlet aha hey hi uh there you go so uh i am Boxman. good to see everybody i'm kind of wondering if smart is going to come on by or not he sent me some news he sent me some stuff to talk about so i am hoping he is going to come on by um, hopefully he'll pop in in just a minute. If he does, I'll do the little thing I always do with the camera. But, uh, in the meantime, you guys got me. I can go ahead and kick this bad boy off. We've got, uh, we've got a few things we can get into. I guess we can start off with, um, there's a couple court cases we get to talk about today. <laughs> a couple, one is a little crazy. Uh, I'm not quite sure how this is even in. The court system, but uh, we're going to talk about it. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe you guys can tell me how it's in the court system, why it's in the court system. What the hell is happening? Um, But uh, we've got that. We've got uh, Ted DiBiase is even involved in something. Um, Actually, he's more than this is more than a lawsuit. He's charged. He's more than just in a lawsuit. He is charged. CM Punk uh, doing what CM Punk does, starting CM Punk shit. Because CM Punk starts shit. That's pretty much what CM Punk does. We've got a belt to talk about. We've got Dark Side of the Ring to talk about. So, like I said, hopefully uh, Smart will come on by and join me. Um, but um, until then, I will go ahead and uh, I'm going to grab a beer. Because I haven't got a beer yet. So Let's start off with a beer. There we go. Grab a beer. Put that bad boy right in the old koozie there. Because, you know, I don't like my hand being cold. But like I said, this one's got a magnet. This is a very good... uh you can't see it anyway. But yeah, it'll stick. It'll stick right there. There you go. See the little magnet? Pulls it in. There. Best I can do. Anyway. uh, But yeah, it's got two good magnets on it. My little magnet koozie. Stick them on the fridge when I'm done.
1: But uh,
0: anyway, like I said, let's go ahead and I guess we'll start off with a little bit of... Uh, We'll start off with a little bit of news here, and then hopefully Smart will come on by. I think he probably will. I think he either maybe he fell asleep. I didn't think I didn't think AEW was that boring of a show. I mean, it wasn't the greatest show. The ending was actually decent. I I don't know. I have no clue. Maybe he uh, forgot about me. Sometimes people forget about me. I understand. I get it. It happens. It happens. So yeah, we'll go ahead and jump into a few things though. I don't think it's gonna be that but uh that bad that long, but I think smart will come on by very, very soon here. So I'm gonna turn my mic up just a
1: little bit now
0: that I Oh here we go. There's smart right there, folks. And like I said, I figured you'd stop by in just a second. Hold on one sec, let me get this bad boy rolling here. You can hear me already, though, right? Yeah, I sure can. Oh, well, that makes me happy. Hold on one second. Let me exit out of here. My camera's going to go dark for a second, everybody. But have no fear. All I have to do is click a button, and we are back. Give me a one second, though, and I will take that off the screen. You're going to see smart, and in just a second, I'm going to drop myself in here. And then I got to go turn my camera on. I'm back. All right, there we go. See how easy that was? That's because I'm getting good at it. It's getting quicker, Smark.
1: Look at you. Mm. Look
0: like you got a fresh Fresh. haircut, Smark, over there. Look like a fresh haircut. I like it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Not Mm -hmm. in your usual orange prison jumpsuit. I like that
2: nope no I'm just on probation
0: okay that's alright I'm going to turn you up a little bit for some reason I got your volume kind of low I think that's your volume I'm touching right there say words sir
2: <laughs> it's, a, it's a knob I don't know if it's volume related
0: I I switched my knobs and I'm forgetting which one is which Uh, because I switched channels but I'm not even sure that's it I might switch them back because I don't think that was the problem Um, like I said, I kept finding little things wrong and I think, uh, I think I found what the problem with my, uh, was, and even last week I thought our problem was fixed and I found something else that I think was a problem. So I went back and fixed that, but, um, there you go. I actually had you really low last week in Skype. So I'm going to turn you up in Skype and then I can turn you down. As we go in the mixer, that's what I can do, so all right, we're good, smart, so I hadn't gotten in with a goddamn thing yet. I was just bullshitting around, really, kind of killing time and not talking about much, so anyway, man, how are you?
2: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I'm all right, man. I'm all right. It was a uh, crazy fucking day here. It's been storms after storms after storms, so you know we had this we had a a uh a team huddle this morning and it was at 8 a.m and i mean everybody was i mean i i'm glad i left when i did but i i got there five minutes early but my dad lives in a different direction from me about the same amount of time a little more and man he left at like quarter to six and still two hours and 20 minutes later he still wasn't there there was rain overnight there was just traffic everywhere expecting the same thing tomorrow because we got some big storms rolling in tonight um you may hear thunder because it was thunder right before i turned this show on Hmm. don't be scared folks It's, it's just thunder
2: some quiet storm vibes then huh
0: just uh it's just thunder's just angels bowling everyone nothing to be scared of thunder in paradise that's what i gotta tell my kids yeah just angels bowling don't worry i'm down nothing's wrong but anyway smart <laughs> we got some uh we got some legal shit to get into tonight brother
2: fucking everybody's suing everybody
0: oh we got people being sued we got people being charged we got people being there's all kinds of shit going on man that we got to get into but um Trying to figure out why here I'm gonna do something real quick because my microphone seems to be popping pretty loud. So here's what I'm gonna do. Turn that down just a little bit. I think that'll help right there. That actually should help right there if my mic was too loud. So anyway, I guess we can go ahead and kick off with uh one of I believe three legal stories for us to get into. Not before I have my first sip of beer.
2: Uh, Let's yeah. have a few drinks before we get into legalities.
0: Well, I read better with a couple of sips in me. You know what? One Indeed. More. All right, one more. Okay. So, I guess former TNA star, uh, Trinacea Biggers, otherwise known as Raka Khan. Had a lawsuit that was, I guess, pending. From what I'm seeing, it was kind of like pending. And um, somehow she was able to continue with this lawsuit. It's a very, this seems awfully frivolous to me. Um, so let's go ahead and read this here. Former TNA and WWE developmental star, Renisha RockaCon Biggers. Filed a lawsuit back in October 2022. This is before the U.S. Court Southern, uh, before the U.S. Courts District of New York, claiming a conspiracy against her in relation to an ongoing Texas criminal case listing, among others, as defendants. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. The Rock, the Miz, and Maurice. Impact Wrestling star Heath Slater. Hall of Famer, Nikki Bella. You ready for this one? Chris sure. Chris Benoit, <coughs> Mark Jindrak, Florida Championship Wrestling, the now defunct Florida Championship Wrestling, Steve Kern, uh, the NWA, uh, Billy Corgan. Deep South, the now defunct Deep South, Jim Cornette, what's going on, Noe? It is a rainy day, sir. Uh, Jim Cornette, Mick Foley, and countless others. Now, the lawsuit alleges um, that the defendants all, all conspired to kidnap the plaintiff and her children. Okay? I think I might need one more for the rest of this. Cheers to you, my man, Noe.
2: But you can already tell this is bullshit because if Ben been kidnapped
0: a uh, kid.
2: Oh. Ow. Wow. Ow, indeed, yes. Oh, smart,
0: smart, smart, smart. Oh, smarty, smarty, smarty. All right. So this is the, uh, okay, kidnap her and her children. There had been no movement on the case for months. I wonder why, but now. But now records now indicate that in February, Biggers was authorized to move forward the lawsuit, with prepaying, any court fees. Hmm. What is fucking Boss Hog in charge of this motherfucker? Mayhaps. I mean, seriously, dude, this is like some fucking Dukes of Hazard shit going on in this fucking court. All right, let's keep going. All right, prepaying any court fees. Court records indicate she notified by mail of this developmental... Of this developmental... Oh, my Lord. Of this development... I'm going to correct that word for the article. In March, at a home address, she lists in New York City on the lawsuit. The 48-page lawsuit shows Bigger seeking three... 1000000000 1000000000 bu- bu- in damages. The majority of the filing is a long list of defendants, some of whom listed multiple times. She'd been posting videos to YouTube in relation to this case, claiming her indictment was... Uh, no, in relation to her criminal case, claiming her indictment was fake, but later made videos private. This is a... This... I'm, wow. Uh, okay. This is crazy. First of all, I I, I don't know. I, just some of the names I mentioned there. Just some of the, uh, first of all, a couple of the companies are defunct. So what are you going to go after them for? And how are you going to go after them? You cannot go after a dead company. There's no way to do it. You, you 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 can't do it. It's it's impossible. So why is this even allowed in court, uh, Chris? Ben- I, I'm sorry, but I hate to tell you, but I don't think you're going to be able to get anything out of Chris Benoit. I mean, you can dig his old fucking bones up and see what's down there, but I don't think you're going to get out of him anything, nothing, nothing. I'm I'm. Oh my god. Nikki Bella, I mean, now, oh my God, who would even want to take her to court? but I mean the well, fun company fees
2: for the necromancer in order to summon Chris Benoit Is that like a would that be a taxpayer thing?
0: Oh, I don't know, man. I mean I'm maybe I'd spring for that,
3: sure, why not?
0: Maybe uh Rocketcon could prepay any 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 fees for us. What do you say to that? I mean,
2: I think if she wins, I think Kevin Sullivan would have to pay her.
0: Possible. You're, 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 man, you're just, you're low blowing tonight, sir. That's right. You are going, going down, down to Chinatown with these. That's what you're doing. But, uh, yeah. So I'm very confused now. Again, I'm no lawyer. I don't, I don't claim to be. I do watch a lot of legal TV shows. Most are cop shows. But as a complete normal citizen, when I read this, now this is without reading the 48-page case, but when I just read the gist, the essence of this case, again, smart, as just a normal guy with a microphone, and an a, a, a inexpensive webcam. Um, I say, what the fuck? And how the fuck is this? How? Like I said, this is like fucking. I don't know. It, I mean, was the fucking check made out to Roscoe P. Coltrane?
2: Well, there you go. I mean, I, I, would, I would like to know who is representing her in this case. I would like to talk to them. I would like to talk to her. I'd like to hear what exactly it is that she's claiming it happened in great detail. I would also hope that she wins because I want her to have $3 billion because I feel like she would spend it in a way that is entirely rational. and would make
0: perfect sense. Dude, the only person you're getting $3 billion from in this case is the fucking rock. He's like, I'll do a movie and be what fine. She
2: fucking won, and then she, like, took basically what Vince ended up making from selling the company.
0: I mean, that'd be crazy, but, I mean, three billion in damages. I'm sorry. I don't know. I mean, I really, I guess, should have read more of this case, but, like I said, just reading the this, this part of it seems very... I don't see this case making it far. I can't, I'm, I'm baffled. I'm baffled. I am baffled
2: i hope it makes it as far as it could possibly go. Like I said, I'm rooting for her. I hope she wins. This would be the most. This is the most ridiculous lawsuit I've ever heard. And I hope she succeeds in her venture. The would be is- great. Now the question is, though, if she wins this case, when she wins this case? Oh she going to pay back kong because allegedly kong she owes kong money for babysitting her kid or her while well, kong's aunt apparently babysat her kid this is from the uh you shoot that kong did mm. kong had some very unflattering things to say about her i believe he she called her um in her words a stank ass ho
0: oh yeah those are unflattering words to say the least sir mm-hmm. i would agree with that I would absolutely agree with that, but uh, I mean, smart. Literally, I just read all this to you. You, you, you've got it there in front of you. Uh, I believe you do. What? Mm-hmm. Just first thought.
2: I had completely forgotten that she existed. A and B, <laughs> like. What makes you like when you like? What happens to where you just you wake up one day and you're just like you know what I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pull. I've been thinking about this. I'm gonna pull the fucking trigger. I am suing about eight hundred people for about three billion dollars. I like my odds.
1: I like my (laughs) odds. I don't know, man.
0: I don't know. You're right, but I mean, obviously, this has been like they said. It's been in the court system since. Of 2022, which isn't that long. I mean, if you really think about it, we're just, I mean, we're still in the fucking, you know, front end of 2023. So it's not that long ago.
2: Right, I, would, yeah, I mean, like that MLW lawsuit's been going on for way
0: longer. Yeah. And then they got kind of, you know, they got a kick in the ass and said, hey, listen, either do something or fucking get some more evidence. I I don't know if they did. I know that we read the case was amended, but we don't know what the amendments were or if they mattered. So anyway, I don't know. I think this is a absolute whack fucking case, in my opinion. So absolutely.
2: And that's why I want her to win. Best of luck, Raka Khan.
0: All right. You Raka, Raka Khan.
2: Yes. Keep rocking in the free world.
0: I hope Chaka Khan sues this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Yes, indeed. That's what I fucking hope. I hope Chaka Khan sues this bitch. That's what I fucking hope. That's just... Uh, I, I guess that's neither here nor there, obviously.
1: Um.
2: <laughs> Maybe throw in some Tony Khan. Khan from the Jungle Book.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, he
0: asked if we've seen Rey Mysterio's son, Dominic. Uh, fighting everybody yeah we've seen that dominic's uh dominic's made leaps and bounds in the short time he's been there absolutely you know what makes
2: bounds. me laugh though is like because this is in the news like genuine quote-unquote wrestling journalists have to talk about this shit like dave Meltzer has to talk about this shit that is just amazing that he that like people are actually devoting time and resources like people with journalism degrees not just people like us that are fucking around, but like actual journalists have discussed this fucking ridiculously frivolous lawsuit filed by this allegedly crazy person. I don't want her suing me, too.
0: That was very smart. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, and, and I mean, listen, now. WWE and a few of those companies, I mean, we've heard some pretty bad stories, but the only story I've never heard is kidnapping of anybody so, I would, I want to see evidence. I may actually go read the, uh, fucking all 48 pages of this this weekend. Because I need to see what's going on here. How did this case get fucking put in front of a judge? And some fucking judge must just said, yep, this looks like a good one to me.
2: It's the fucking, it's a judge from UCW. Like, Judge Jack Jones. Yeah.
0: Fucking drunk ass Judge Judy. I don't know, dude.
2: Oh my god, I would watch that episode of Judge Judy. Fuck yes, I would.
0: Oh, oh fuck, I, that that would be a good one. Mm-hmm. So where is this Mister Benoit? Benoit, <laughs> whatever his name is.
2: What did he do? That's not very wholesome.
0: I got a few things to say to him. Do I? <laughs>
2: Judge Judy is just shouting at a headstone somewhere.
0: <laughs> and you, Mister Cornette. Oh, I've heard some really rough things about you. No kidding, Mister Foley. Where is your ear? <clears throat> what in the what? Where is your ear?
2: You, you turn, you turn to me with the side that the ear works on, because I got something to say for you. You're gonna get an earful.
0: This deep South wrestling—what kind of what kind of euphemism is that? Deep South—I know what you're talking about. You and your deep South. Go north. What
2: <laughs> <laughs> was Judge Judy one of the tribe? I didn't. I was. I I don't know that much about Judge Judy. I don't well, know. I, don't know why I said was. She's very much still alive, as far as I know. <laughs> she is. <laughs>
0: Maurice, you're the only one with class. Go, go, you go. Nikki, you. No, you stay. No, no, no. no. You're a vapid bitch. You stay here. Okay.
2: There are just, I, I, there are so many questions about that. Like, who was, who. Wanted possession of this kid. Like if they were like if all these people were kidnapping, they were like they were all conspiring together to kidnap this person. Who was the mastermind? Who was going to take possession of the kid? Was this going to be like a situation where, like every like people shared custody? It was like you know somebody got it on Monday, some of the you know, weekends, whatever. Like what was to what end was any of this? Like this is the most like insane shit I've ever heard. It it's amazing and I love it.
0: Your dog is curious too, and I love that. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't see a lawyer that would want this. I don't see. I'll be honest, dude. If this was my like jurisdiction, I'd be like, and, and like maybe I was running for DA or something or ADA. I'd be like, I don't want to get fucking near this. You know, I hope that
2: it keeps going because I, I want to hear the motive. I want to keep like I want this to be fully fleshed out before it gets rejected, like thrown out of court.
0: I would honestly say, you know what drove someone to take this? I mean, if I had to be, I guess shallow and honest, which I will be. You see the Rock name pop up. You see WWE. You see Miz Maurice. You see all these big names pop up. I mean, Billy Corgan may not be a big name in wrestling, but Billy Gorgon is not a fucking small name. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you see names like that pop up and boy, sounds like a good one to me. If we can get a piece, maybe they'll settle out of court. Maybe we, maybe one of these guys gets a little fucking shook up. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think is someone just saw all these lovely names and said, Hey, Let's fucking roll the dice.
2: Should you tell me there's a lawyer somewhere out there that's like sort of vying for the opportunity to potentially get some like XFL box seats?
0: Possibly. Possibly. Maybe
2: get a Seattle Sea Dragons jersey. A A little bit of Josh Gordon number zero. Maybe a Ben DiNucci jersey.
0: I hope y'all can't hear that rain. It is pouring up here.
2: I actually, I think I can.
0: It's getting worse. It, we were, the. my son came out a little freaked out because he was told that we could be getting up to baseball size hail tonight. Yeah. Dude, if we get baseball size hail, motherfucker, I'm going to be a pissed off. I'm going to be real pissed off. I hate it tough.
2: I mean, I could think of something worse, and I'm not trying to waste that on anybody. Hail's not necessarily the worst part in storms like that. You no. start talking about the wind damage, that's nothing to fuck around with.
0: Yeah, luckily, I've got the lake, which kind of keeps me in a little bit of a... Tornadoes over water aren't as bad, so we should be okay. We We really should be okay where we're at. Um, trust and, and we have no tornado storm like warnings here. There's nothing, nothing because uh, we're, we're, we're too far away. We couldn't hear him anyway. So that's not that big of a deal. But anyway, man, I uh, think we spent way too much time on this story. But we had fun. We Hopefully it
2: comes back up on the radar in a couple of months and we have even more to go on with this
0: oh yeah you know I guess to break up the monotony no you know what smart why don't we get into this story then we'll break up the monotony of the legal actions with some trademark. we'll have some fun with some aew's new trademarks that uh i we haven't we, we haven't done the uh the trademark uh the the trademark minute in a while. So we'll do that. But uh smart, this one right here, brother, is one of uh one you sent me over. And um let's talk about another fucking lawsuit, my man.
2: A potentially less frivolous lawsuit. A former W a former writer is suing Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, and other WWE executives it's from F4W online, Brittany Abrahams filed suit against wwe in the u.s district's court for the eastern district of new york on monday she is accusing the company of releasing her after she objected to multiple instances of quote offensively racist and stereotypical jargon i like that word used in wwe scene scripts smackdown vice president ryan Callahan, former writers chris dunn and mike heller vice president Christine Labrano and writer Jen Pepperman, who I refuse to believe that's anybody's actual name, are listed as defendants. Documents related to the suit specifically mentioned scenes involving Bianca Belair and Apollo Cruz as ones Abrahams objected to, or had voiced objections to. The former writer is said to have raised concern regarding Cruz using a quote stereotypical and exaggerated Nigerian accent. Remember how ridiculous that was? And also objected to a scene where Bianca Belair was scripted to say, quote, uh-huh, don't make me take my earrings off and beat your ass. Abraham sent an email to Callahan regarding Belair's scene saying, quote, I know I'm new. I'm not trying to be disrespectful or step on Dunn or anyone else's toes, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Miss Belair's scene includes racial jargon. There were go jargon again. Mm. and Offensive stereotypes, particularly her go-home line. The suit alleged. This is one of my favorite parts. The suit alleges that Air also objects to the line, telling Dunn, "quote, three different times that I don't want to say that line, but he never listens to me. He puts that line in every week." That uh, everything I just said was in all caps. Uh, Belair is also alleged to have said the line would make her sound "quote ghetto." Uh, after Abraham's objections were rebuffed, she says the company "quote perpetually." pretextually terminated her for taking home a special WrestleMania 38 branded chair in April 2022. Her lawyers argue that doing so is common practice. She was told doing so was okay, and white male writers were not punished for the same offense. Abrahams had not been seen with the company since, had not been with the company since 2020. Court documents state, "Abrahams continued to be subjected to racist pitches. i no, here. Here comes. Here comes the best part. Mm. Racist pitches on a WWE Slack channel after she voiced her objection to scenes involving Air and Cruz. It is alleged that a storyline involving Reggie dressing in drag was scraped. Was scrapped." Only after a white writer objected, stating viewers would be offended, Reggie would have teamed with Carmella had the storyline gone forward. Another storyline mentioned in the suit would have involved, this is the best part actually, Shane Thorne as a, quote, crocodile hunter type gimmick, and he would hunt Reggie, quote, for fun. Several allegations are also made against writer Jen Pepperman, including that she, quote, discriminately treated Plaintiff and other Black and African American WWE employees, poorly compared to their similarly suited, situated white and Caucasian counterparts. It also alleged that Callahan pitched a storyline where Muslim wrestler Mansoor would be revealed to have been quote behind the 9/11 attacks. <laughs> Fucking wild shit. When Abraham and her, Abraham's and her other writers brought concerns to WWE to the. Then Vice President Christine Lebrano, she allegedly responded, quote, wacky things are said in the writer's room all the time." <laughs> and I know, but look at the waves we're making in the company. Four years ago, no woman worked on the writer's team. Lebrano is also alleged to have said, quote, "I heard it was a joke regarding Callahan's comments. Abraham suit is seeking reinstatement, damages, declaratory judgment, and an injunction restraining the defendants from engaging in such unlawful conduct." So there you go. At one point oh, Shane Thorne was going to be the crocodile hunter, mm-hmm. he was going to be hunting black people, and Mansour was responsible for 9-11. So now you know.
0: Okay. So, again, I'm no lawyer. Some of these stories seem incredibly far-fetched, some of these storylines. Now, that being said, I Put none of these storylines past being thrown on a wall at wwe mm-hmm. not one honest to god i really don't i could see all th- now listen man when you're brainstorming some crazy shit can come up i got i i've I, i've been in these little brainstorming sessions before not not at wwe or something like that but you know yeah start I mean dude on this show we start doing shit and crazy stuff ends up fucking happening.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But again, I have no fucking doubt that some of these things did come up as maybe even a passing story. Now I do now the Mansour nine eleven could have worked if Jesse Ventura was willing to come back. Mayhaps. That would have been great. I gotta admit I actually I watched the running man last night with him in it. Um, I don't know why I felt like watching an old 80s action movie I saw The Running Man and I'm like That is fucking perfect It's on Prime Video There's a couple anyways.
2: of things wrong with that idea First off he would have been six when that happened Second off You peaked Like if you're responsible for 9-11, what else do you do for heel heat? Like, It's yeah. a step backwards to be like, your local sports team sucks. Yeah. It's like, eh. You kind of, how can you top that?
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Now, again, when you're in these, fu- listen,
1: in, in
0: business and sales and in some things, people say a lot of things. One of the sayings is, you, you, throw shit, uh, you throw shit at the wall and you see what sticks. I'm wondering if these were for one of the shits that were thrown at the wall that just rolled down. Maybe someone was throwing it out there just to be an asshole. Whoever said these, maybe she should go after. I mean, that might be the person to at least watch out for because these are some of those are really awful, to be honest with you. Um but again I don't see WWE not pitching these. I don't know if they were said in like I said, just these brainstorming sessions in jest. They're a little out there, some of these.
1: And some seem, like I said, far fetched.
2: Well, yeah, that's the thing, is like it all seems ridiculous, but it all seems like it could have potentially been pitched.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, it's hard to tell. Like, okay, some of them, like, may- maybe the 9-11 thing was a joke. I choose to believe that it wasn't a joke just because it's funnier to me that somebody was earnestly pitching the idea that Ansor was responsible for 9-11, even though they kind of tried to do that with the Italian fellow they hired, and that didn't work so great for him.
0: No, um, no, but he's uh, thankfully, a, I believe, school principal and doing very well for himself.
2: Yes. And just also the idea that Bianca Belair has had to tell them multiple times that she doesn't talk like that is funny but kind of sad this is like I keep fucking telling you people that I don't do that and like they're writing her shit where it's like the fucking have you ever seen that sketch on Mad TV it was like Artie Lang and he was like somebody like that's my black mama starring Artie Lang and she's like don't make me break my foot off in your ass it's like, that's what they're writing for Bianca Belair to say, and she just has to keep telling them no. Like, that seems like that'd be an exhausting process, but it's also kind of funny and how fucked up it is.
1: Now,
0: I'm also thinking this is back in the Vince era, since he is named in the lawsuit. And Stephanie, that tells you right there that this was back when Vince was in charge of creative. In my, yeah, I, it's In my opinion. Um, so this is another one that is a little odd i i i'm man, I'll tell you it, it's really crazy seeing what our uh our legal system is taking I mean after covid, you know you kind of thought maybe, wow, you know, maybe people were not gonna do these frivolous lawsuits, but listen man, laws are changing, everything is getting weird legalities are changing everywhere. So lawsuits are going to start becoming more common practice. And I think we might see more against WWE and larger companies, especially with them merging with Endeavor in a, what was it? $21.4 billion venture now Mm -hmm. joint venture. Um, Boy, you know whose pockets just got deeper wwe yeah so i got a feeling we're going to see if more lawsuits as we uh as we go throughout 2023 and maybe even into 2024 against wwe and i think even some people are going to start eventually involving endeavor in that could be so I don't know. That would be obviously going into twenty, uh, early twenty twenty four. So when we saw that, man, it's hard to believe we're coming into fucking twenty twenty four, bro. Yeah,
2: not too long from now. Got another about eight months, or seven really. So,
0: smart. does this yes. does this picture of this meeting look like you would have a? Does this look like? Now, can you see these guys writing? Okay. Let's pick someone in W. Let's say Seth Rollins. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do any of these people look like they could connect with Seth Rollins in this picture? This is a picture of a WWE creative meeting.
2: You're not sharing your screen with me so I can not see the photo.
0: Oh, well, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. I. Did forget to share my screen with you. But I send pictures when I do the uh, thingamajigger.
2: The old thingamajigger?
0: Yeah, hold on. I got the old uh, thing here. Share screen. Share sound. Share that screen. No, this screen. Yeah, it should be. it. Start sharing. Okay. There you go, sir. Let me get rid of the uh, reacts here. Or here. I'll just... There you go, smart. Some thumbs up for you, brother. All right. right now. So what do you think there, Smart? Do any of these uh it? I mean, maybe the Bill Gates guy here, no? No? No, you don't no, maybe not, no, no. Uh what about the uh Matt Bloomberg looking guy here, no? Down here. I yeah,
2: am no. noticing a bit some uh potential redundancies.
0: The <laughs> sort of
2: the makeup of this here boardroom.
0: hmm okay so let's not choose seth Rollins. so you know what spark let's go with the bianca belair let's just go with the bianca belair do any of these people look like they could connect with the bianca belair how about even let's go with her husband let's go with bianca belair or a montez ford possibly
2: I mean, I feel like they these would be the kind of people that would like suggest that she goes to wardrobe to get fitted for like an Adidas tracksuit and like a Kangol hat, I... perhaps a clock with a uh, like a chain with a clock around it.
0: I see a room full of people who would suggest a nine eleven storyline. That's what I see here, Spark
2: also but they're pitching like another thing like uh, let's even just step back from the idea that they thought it was a good idea to like to give a character a gimmick where he goes around hunting minorities <laughs> which is fucking wild like step back
0: oh oh that was they're de-
2: pitching a crocodile hunter gimmick in like fucking 2020.
0: oh that was definitely the guy in the, the the big guy in the brown in the back with the goatee that was definitely the bald guy that pitch that story 100% that was him I guarantee it
2: probably
0: yep yep that was him that was him that's it that was that 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 was him all right I think we've had our fun with that one um so
2: like are you looking forward to in like two or three months where Pete done has like an Austin Powers
0: gimmick that'd be great Mm-hmm. that'd be great. I'd fucking buy that, man. I'm down. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do it.
2: I said that in jest, but I think I'd actually be off for it.
0: I I, I think I might. I think I might, mm-hmm. but uh, I just, you know, decided to grab that picture of the creative team and have some fun with it. So, All right. Just while we're having fun and before we get to the, oh, excuse me. Before we get to the uh, last legal story, let's do a little bit of trademark fun, smart We haven't had, like I said, trademark minute in a while. Of
3: course.
2: It's time for Boxman's trademark minute.
0: Oh, there we go. We got to get a little stinger for that. Pew,
1: pew, pew, pew.
0: Boxman's
1: trademark minute. Pew, 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 pew.
0: There we go. Uh, so AEW has filed for a few different trademarks. We haven't done this in a while. Um, some of them, have, uh, I believe the last one we talked about was the, uh, when the, uh, when bear country tr- um, changed their name. I believe that was the f- the last one we talked about. So I've got uh one, two, three, four, five. I got it six or seven. We can get into here real quick. Don't, no, don't just, You know, spent time on all of them but uh this one here was uh something they put to, they're obviously going to be putting together very soon and um it's a charity organization that it sounds like they're going to be doing called aew together so i'd expect to see some stuff happening this is for a bunch i mean everything they have here is for charity uh organizing non-profit blah 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 so that is what i uh i'm assuming they're I'm not assuming it says they're doing here so i mean from community service projects it's it's got on it named from you know volunteer programs so i would assume very soon this is what they're going to be doing uh aew together so expect to see that out there that is And has been filed with the uh, United States Patent Office. So there's that one right there. They are trying to patent the words... Hat-trick. The hockey term. Hat-trick. Now one's a little weird this one is actually for a this sounds like it's for a TV show maybe even a streaming show entertainment services in the nature of live wrestling performances entertainment services in the nature of production of television shows uh, multimedia all that stuff this sounds like possibly a new show a TV show a like I said streaming show something I don't know but This is just something, this was at the end, this was actually in December of 2022, they filed this, so, I don't know, I don't, I'm not sure hockey would be too happy with this one, I got a feeling this one is going to be put on the back burner for a while. That is a hockey term, correct?
2: It is a hockey term. Perhaps they were, like, they actually meant, like, literally, like, a hat trick. Like, they're, it's like a magician-themed gimmick. I mean, it's like, they're doing, like, secrets of Magic Exposed, like they used to do on Fox. They have, like, Jake Hager doing some magic tricks. That's why he's got the hat.
0: Hey, Rocky. Rocky pulled a rabbit out of my hat. No, okay. All right. Uh... Exactly. <laughs> Fucking bullwinkle. All right. Let's keep going with a few of these. Okay.
2: Here's something we know you love.
0: (laughs) I love those. I have a bunch of them. Actually, never watched
2: the show, watched the movie with Jenna Elfman. That was something.
0: I never saw the movie. I've seen the cartoons. All right. So, folks, if you get hungry, and you need something you know what you need smark what would what, what i need mean? you need a wrestling bowl no you don't you don't you don't know <laughs> oh, of course you know you don't want you know, you, you don't want a wrestling bowl
2: Good wrestling bowl. well
0: wrestling bowl has been trademarked um Wrestling Bowl, conducting entertainment exhibitions in the nature of wrestling exhibits and performances by professional wrestlers. Uh, Why do I have a feeling this is going to end up being one of their, like, super shows, Wrestling Bowl?
2: Wrestling Bowl sounds like a very unappetizing, like, partnership with like hungry man or something you those commercials you remember those commercials those are fucking awesome like booker t yelling at you that you need to eat or like fucking potatoes or something
0: chef boy rd mick foley those commercials
2: well, I can't like that, but they used to have it was like Hungry Man. They started putting out like one pound meals or whatever, and it was like they had a they would had a partnership with WWE for a while there. I and it would be like Booker T was in the mm-hmm. commercials. I think Goldust was in some of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I eat those. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll I, if you if you can plan and actually put those in the oven, they are really a lot better. And don't microwave those, folks. The, the, don't do that to yourself. If you can put those in the oven, they're actually a damn good meal.
2: It's really not At bad. that point, though, I feel like you're get sort of counterproductive. Like if you're going to get the if the oven's going to be involved, just make a pizza. Or just, I don't know, some chicken tenders, something. See, I'm like, I feel really, like it sort of defeats the purpose see, of the luxury of like, not having to cook
0: something. So. See, I'm different. I'll, I'll get up on a weekend. I'll pull that some bitch out. I'll turn on the oven. It's got to preheat. So while it's preheating, you know, I might take a couple hits to watch a movie, turn on a movie, find something to watch, and then go back. All right, the oven's preheated. I'll put that bad boy in there. I'll take my time. You know, because now you got to remember with the with with those, you're going to have to take it out. You usually got to take out the either the uh, the the cherry cobbler or the or the the brownie. Mm-hmm. Uh, So I don't know, man, I just. Some of those can be really good in a in the oven. And I'm I, sending
2: you the link to this Hungry Man Booker T commercial, just so that there's proof that I didn't fucking imagine it.
1: No, no, you did Because I
0: was
2: starting to doubt myself. I was like, I, I for sure remember those commercials.
1: Oh, anyway. I
0: remember it. I remember that. I remember that. I now,
2: do. where you're in 2023, where they just tell you that, like, shit that you remembered from your childhood never happened, Sonic the Hedgehog wasn't real.
0: No, that was real. My son loves the movies.
3: I've not seen the movie.
0: Oh, my kid loves them. Absolutely loves the fucking movies. So, all right, it's uh I haven't got it. There it is, The Hungry Man. I know if I play this, it's going to get flagged. We can play the audio though. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I was only thirty seconds. <laughs> My dog is barking to get out But I'm not going to worry My wife should get up Here
1: This is an ordinary man Honey, I'm home I made dinner
0: This is a hungry man
1: hey. Baby, I'm home How was work today? A few body slams The usual I'm starving What's for dinner?
3: I made your favorite Hungry
1: man A whole pound of food then Fried chicken Mashed potatoes Corn and pudding mm-hmm. Why do I join you? Hungry man from Swanson. It's good to be full. Get own, sucker!
0: Yeah, hungry man. The chicken is, again, in the oven. If you put that shit in the microwave, that breading just turns to fucking mush. It's gross. You gotta put that shit in the oven. Otherwise, it's gonna turn into a fucking wrestling bowl. I don't,
2: is a wrestling bowl.
0: I don't know why, but I just feel like this should be something like in a in in, in a bad Chinese restaurant. What would you like? A uh, wrestling bowl, please. Mm. Would you like an egg on top of that? Okay. Well I'll try the egg. But you know though.
2: it has to have cauliflower in it somehow.
0: I fucking love cauliflower, dude. I'm down.
2: Cauliflower, potato,
0: or I love, mm, potato cauliflower potato i'm good i'm good Add onion i'm even fucking better but yeah this does sound like something they're going to be doing with uh, again wrestling exhibitions wrestling performances by professional wrestlers expect a tv show some maybe some special maybe some super show with this name on it uh here we go let's go to the next one now to tack onto wrestling bowl, they put wrestle bowl. Just in case.
2: These sound like fucking bad show names from like the eighties promotions. Like you fucking—I don't know why—but it reminds me of Wrestle Rock Rumble.
3: Mm.
2: Like that's the kind of quality of name that we have here.
3: There you go. Which,
2: if this leads to them doing like a fucking parody of the Super Bowl Shuffle, I'm all for it are you though of course absolutely okay (laughs) i love the wrestle rock rumble i love all of the fucking that's what we need now is like people they for whatever reason people just stopped wrestlers stopped having like musical performances like where they would rap and sing and shit like that because it was like it was always terrible but it was always a lot of fucking fun it was always entertaining
0: I remember it. That was good stuff. Now We made a
2: fucking, like, modernized land of a thousand dances or whatever the fuck that was.
0: Yeah. Um, SPC is asking if we talked about Chavo. I know he's asking about the stuff he said about um, Rey Mysterio. Now he's saying he was working everybody. This is how a heel uh, tweets. Blah, blah, blah.
2: This is how a heel tweets. (laughs) One of the Fucking most ridiculous things I mean I've ever.
1: I in y- you know you what? have
2: to be like employed by a company to be working people. Yeah, no.
0: Thank you. That was a, that's exactly what I was gonna say, Smart. If he's working, who the fuck is he working with? Who's he working? Who is he fucking pitching a story to? I know he's pitching to WWE. Who he's not fucking employed by? I am one hundred. Fucking thousand percent with you on that, dude. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is the most common sense thing that you could fucking think right there. Absolutely. Who? Mm-hmm. Who is he pitching? Why is he pitching? And who? Uh, who the fuck is he pitching it to? And what for? What the fuck for, Chavo? They could have brought you. Uh, they could have brought you in this Rey Mysterio story a long fucking time ago. They don't want you to now have we said before that it was always uncomfortable right after Eddie passed that they did the whole thing with with you know exploit basically exploiting his name exploiting his wife for a little while there I know she may not have felt that way she was grieving at the time but I always felt they did but I really felt they did exploit a little bit of that back then even even he used the word prostitute. I actually think maybe that was the right word to use back then. Right after Eddie passed with the Rey Mysterio stuff. I don't know. I mean, if it, listen, if he really feels that way, you know who he, who, who he could have fucking talked to about it? I would guess Rey Mysterio.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. Instead of fucking blurting it out at a fucking signing. Which, if he didn't blurt it out at a signing, I might have actually taken him seriously. But now he says he was working, everybody, which, all right, are you trying to save face? Are you just trying to fucking, oh, i uh, backing down with all the, now, now that I'm getting backlash. No pun intended for the pay-per-view coming up in a few weeks. Uh, but m- maybe after getting all that, maybe that's what he's trying to do. Just, you know, backpedal. I will put it that way. I don't know. I don't know. I really didn't have it on my list because to be honest with you, I think it's fucking really stupid um no matter how you put it. I think it's fucking stupid. I don't think he should have fucking said it in public. And I think the fact that he did say it in public just made it seem like he was doing exactly what everyone thinks he's doing, trying to fucking work his way into a fucking job. Maybe this is the way to do it in 2023. Maybe I'm fucking wrong. Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> Maybe I am. I don't know. You tell me.
2: I I can't and I won't. But I w- But I will ask, since you probably know about this better than I do. I'm watching basketball game here got the playoffs going on watching Miami Heat and Milwaukee Bucks and I see a commercial for the new fast and the Furious movie I didn't know they were still doing these John Cena's in the movie did, did I feel like we might have talked about this did you know this was a thing
0: I'm gonna shock you one more time because you know what I did this weekend my wife was uh my wife took my my uh middle child Dylan uh my 10 year- old camping so you know what I did when she was gone? I have
2: you only watched John Wick 4?
0: No, I should have. I have only watched Fast and Furious up till 6. I decided I'm going to go ahead and watch 7, 8, and 9. So 7 was kind of like a goodbye to Paul Walker because they used his brother and some CGI to kind of keep Paul Walker in the movie. 8 was pretty good. Not bad. Now nine is where we saw John Cena. John Cena actually came in as Dom's brother, Mm. who was his evil brother in the movie.
2: I hope he had a mustache.
0: No, he did not. He did not. But I'm I'm I I was actually shocked. John Cena did pretty, pretty fucking good in the movie. I was actually pretty shocked. He. He actually plays a very good villain. I was, I was, I was shocked, but actually not shocked. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I'll put it that way. But uh, yeah, I watched seven, eight, and nine, and I'm I, at the end of the movie. He did turn into a, uh, he turned babyface, of course, at the end of the movie.
2: I have no idea why I thought you were going to see a robot,
0: but no. that's what I was hoping for
1: he's a fucking
2: Decepticon this entire time that is what you that's what we need we need a fucking somehow I don't know how this would work but like a crossover a partnership between fucking Fast and Furious and Transformers
0: yeah Oh, SBC is saying F Fast and Furious and Transformers sucks. listen man I will never sit here and try to I've said this a fucking hundred times I'll never sit here and try to con anyone that these are good movies Either one of those fucking uh, tr- uh, tr- uh franchises right there, I personally enjoy the action movies where shit is blowing up, where shit is doing this, where they where those guys in Fast and Furious are are going are getting into accidents which would kill a normal human being. I don't give a fuck if they got roll cages. These bitches go down mountains. they were in space. They have done things in cars that no one could ever do. I know it's ridiculous, folks. I'm a wrestling fan. I can suspend disbelief to believe that a fucking mentor is wrestling as please. Can we not sit here and pretend like action movies that are fucking uh, are stupid as wrestling fans? I really think we need to fucking have a little fucking common uh, ground here. I know they're bad movies. I personally enjoy bad, mind-numbing action movies. I will never try to con you into saying, look how fucking great this movie is. Wow, fucking man. Boy, is that Vin Diesel a great actor. I will never do that. I will say I like shit blowing up. I am an action movie fan. But uh, that's it. I'll never try to fucking convince you, though, to like movies that you just don't like. If Some people don't like the action movies. I grew up on them.
1: Did you grow up on action movies, Mark?
2: No, I grew up on horror movies. Mostly but it's essentially horror. the same shit. You just replace guns with knives. Well, I mean, we. Potentially more titties, but you know.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny. My dad is actually a huge fan of horror movies he loved him my dad would watch uh, dude my dad would bring him home all the time and try to make me fucking watch him and I would watch him and I would just be like I, I, I don't enjoy this then he would be like alright let's get Rambo and I'm like yeah let's watch fucking Rambo and I would, See, I would
2: argue that the first one and I've only seen the first one mm-hmm. but I would argue that the first Terminator movie is a horror movie because he literally just goes from like door to door, just killing people because they're named Saragón. Like that's like that's what he does. If you replace the knife, if you replace the gun with a knife, it's a horror movie.
0: You know, even with a gun. I mean, he was there. Were some brutal killings in that movie? He just like shoots an old woman like for no reason. Like it's a fucking horror movie.
1: I mean, I. I... You know what? I guess there
0: is a little connect between horror movies and action movies. I guess you could put them the same way. I mean, I've watched some pretty fucking brutal fucking action films. I mean, you watch fucking Dread, not Judge Dread with Stallone, Dread with uh what's that guy's name? He he was actually <laughs> speaking of Vin Diesel. He was he was um he was in the uh Riddick series, I been, forget. No,
2: fuck, I Carl, just said, no, Carl
0: Urban, Carl Urban, that's his name. You watch that dread; it is fucking, it is gruesome, dude. They're they're slow mo showing bullets going directly through people, through their face, through this. It's a fucking brutal movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, that could be considered a fucking horror movie too. So, I, I again, I can see the fucking connect right there between those two. But I can't believe we got from Wrestle Bowl to that.
2: Are we still talking about the copyright terms? Because we've we've taken some serious derailments.
0: I got a couple more. We only got three more. I'm just going to blow through them real quick because I'm not even sure what to say about these. Number one is called the uh, well the Spanish Spanish Announce Project.
3: Okay.
0: There it is again exhibitions nature of wrestling i don't know what's going on with that one right there spanish announced position and this one AEW wrestle dream now this one they're pretty much just doing for clothing it looks like uh according to the filing on this one um this one actually was recently done or actually it was just done on April twenty first, so this one was just done five days ago. For Wrestle Dream it says uh, conducting ex- uh, entertainment exhibitions in the nature of wrestling events. This is basically the same as the one we already talked about. So this could also end up being another show, but they are looking to put. I mean, this really has bandanas. Headwear, pajamas, pants, pullovers, shirts, shorts, socks, sweatpants, outer jackets, polo shirts, sports shirts, tank tops, wristbands, fucking games. Uh, Jesus, they have everything in this one. Athletic uniforms. How don't think
3: they have
2: fucking Zubats.
0: This might be their... I don't know. I, I don't know what this is going to be, but it looks like it's going to be... Something with a clothing line. But also, they also filed for it as an entertainment and, uh, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Education and entertainment services. I, I just have this sneaking feeling they're going to go a little more kid-friendly and start selling some, start maybe a could this be a cartoon or something? Potentially. Possibly. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. But uh, there you go, right there. That is the uh that is the last one I have to talk about. So well, there you go. So now we can get into a little more legal stuff. Let's get into Ted DiBiase Jr. Um Obviously not looking too good for his uh, his father, who is a, a, a preacher, I believe. Ted DiBiase Jr., we talked a while ago about him being kind of into some lawsuit, even with Bret Hart. Bret Hart was actually involved in this thing, too. And uh, Bret Hart did plead guilty, but Ted DiBiase Jr., is actually being formally charged with stealing millions of dollars intended for low-income families uh, and individuals in Mississippi. The federal indictment was, uh, it says unsealed today, this article was put out yesterday, and contains 13 total charges. Some of those charges
1: include
0: theft, fraud, money laundering, and conspiracy. The, this comes after 18, uh, 18 months after uh, DiBiase and his father, Ted DiBiase Sr., uh, and his brother Brett, was, uh, w- uh, who was also briefly involved in wrestling, they were ordered to repay millions. That's the story we talked about, where they were ordered to repay millions in misspent welfare money. Um, And like I said, one month after this, Brett Hart pled guilty to fraud, but... This is another one that he is going, this is, this is federal. This is a federal case. Mm. This could get ugly for these guys. They could end up owing a lot more than just millions that they misspent. So, man, it just seems like everybody right now is just getting fucked over, caught, and crazy shit going on, man.
2: I mean if they're guilty of what they are being allegedly, you know, sued for, then they deserve to fucking be up Shit's Creek. It's it's bad stuff for taking advantage of your low income families or whatever.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Most definitely. I, I totally agree with that. But uh you know, theft, fraud, money laundering, conspiracy, man, I wouldn't uh this is fucking organized crime shit that, that I mean, this is what they go after organized crime families for, dude.
2: And I mean it's a whole nother special like layer of setting yourself up for some real disastrous results when you're doing it in the name of religion. Because I mean you have the legal ramifications if they're you know they end up being found guilty, but then you know, depending on what you believe in, if what you do believe
0: in is true,
2: hmm. I have a funny feeling that God's not gonna be terribly happy about all this either.
0: Well, you never know in Mississippi. This is true. Mm Mm-hmm. You just never know. Uh, SBC also asking if we talked about Naomi going to TNA. Look, man. When we need to break into some comedy relief, we'll talk about that, okay? If we need to. I don't
2: know. I'm always down to talk about Naomi's TNA.
0: Well a whole different thing, Smart. That's a whole different show. That's I'm wrestling kidding. out after dark, sir. That's wrestling out well, after dark. We can get into that one later.
2: Christopher Kane potentially has a
0: point as well.
2: White people don't go to jail for stealing for POCs. <laughs> so I, I suppose you got a point. I,
0: I, I hate to be the person to bring this up, but it's not just POCs that are in low-income housing. Um,
2: (laughs) I guess it's ultimately going to turn out to be like, who did he steal from, and who is on the jury?
0: I have a feeling they stole from uh, anyone who was gullible enough to give them fucking money. How's that? I don't think it mattered what uh, race they were or anything. I think anyone gullible enough was a mark, and that's how it works. So, I'd keep an eye on this one, though. This is a federal case. This could get uh, ugly, to say the least. So, there you go on that one, too. Fun stuff right there. So, now, Mark, let's get into some CM Punk.
2: I'm looking at this, and, yeah, he's apparently that is the case. Fucking, I feel bad for Naomi, I guess. Like, she, she might need, if she has an agent, she might need to go ahead and fire them, Because, like, Sasha Banks basically got herself a big-ass contract, I'm assuming. Like, New Japan, stardom, those people. Naomi no. I, Apparently, the, the market value for Naomi wasn't quite what she anticipated.
0: You know, we can't all have Snoop Dogg as our cousin. I suppose so. I I mean, look, I I hate to be blunt and put it that way, but...
2: But, I mean, mean, Naomi wasn't good enough to draw fucking spray-paint green X's on L's on people's chests.
0: I think she might be better than that, to be honest with you, a lot better than that. She was always talented. Well, yes. You know what? Maybe she just... Maybe that's what she didn't want to end up doing. Maybe she saw the women's division in AEW and said... "Mm, it ain't the best.
2: I mean, I got to be fair with that, though. I guess if you actually do want to not make fun of Impact for a minute, they probably objectively do have the best female wrestling division in the U.S.
1: They have something. They have for a
0: while. It's just no one watches that show. I don't. I don't. But um, I don't know, man. It's... Uh, I mean... I feel bad for her? I don't. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know. She's going to impact. Oh, well, I'm sure her husband makes a decent living.
2: I'm sure. Well, yes. But how fucking bad was the shit that they were pitching for her then? She was just like, yeah, I think I'd rather do Bound for Glory.
0: <laughs> well, Smart, let me tell you what. This here is my story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> watch out William Moore. I tell you that much.
0: You all, y'all, check out fucking IYH on Tuesday nights, folks. In your head,
2: <laughs> Christopher Cage says it basically just. They apparently knew Japan is so only going to spring for one woman. They're not trying to keep multiple women under under payroll.
0: Oh, listen, you. Uh,
2: I mean, I, they have Yoshihatsu but anyways.
0: I don't know, man. I it's it's listen, I really don't feel that bad for her. Look, she's working somewhere. Maybe this is just a little start for her. Maybe she goes here. Maybe she goes there. Maybe she does go back to WWE. Maybe she does join Sasha Banks over there in a little while. I mean, how long do you think fucking TNA a contract lasts? Seriously. Well, you think they're fucking giving out 20 fucking year contracts? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it.
2: It's basically one of those like pay as you go plans, but just with wrestler contracts. You go you, like you just re up your TNA contract, to, like the Walmart.
0: When they sent her her fucking uh, TNA contract via uh, uh, Facebook Messenger, do you how long do you think it's gonna last, Mark?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the contract's written on fucking notebook paper. Do you want to work for us? Check yes, no, maybe.
0: It's written on Josh Matthews note, notes on his phone.
2: Okay. Look, we got a couple of spare gold bars of Jeff Jarrett left here if you want them. <laughs> Yourself, if you want an abyss mask? We can do that for him. You. you want to be suicide? You can be suicide. Nobody's wearing that costume, right?
1: Nora said if she likes it, Sasha might join TNA. Dude. <laughs> Dude. I love
0: you, brother. But hey, <laughs> let's not... Let's not listen, I like Sasha, but let's not fucking you know and so let's not do that. Five years plus you think an impact contract lasts? Oh come on, man. They may not be in business in five years.
2: Oh no, they'll still be in there they will never die.
0: No fucking they're cockroaches They'll be the first like if we start
2: fucking moving people to Mars, they'll be the first wrestling company on Mars.
0: Oh, great. Elon Musk is going to be the fucking in charge of TNA. Great. Mm-hmm. That's how it's going to go. Oh. All right. We're old Bobby Fish just in the middle of
2: space cutting promos that nobody's here.
0: Hey. Bobby Fish could end up back in AEW very soon. Perhaps. Undisputed era. You never know. never know. Uh, speaking of people that could be back in companies very soon. CM Punk was backstage. See, and I took this headline purposely. CM Punk was backstage for a bit at tonight's Monday Night Raw Taping. Now, I took that headline purposely because people took the word for a bit as for a sketch. Not as a timeline. He was backstage for a bit, for a little while and I found
1: it hilarious that people were like, why would he go there for a sketch if he's an AEW contracted guy? Uh, Well, based
2: on what I heard, he did do a little bit of a bit. They did the old Fresh Prince routine where they fucking chucked him out the door.
0: A little bit. But (laughs) rumor is, though, he did kind of uh, uh, reconcile a little bit with the Miz. They did see each other. So I guess this is the story he was outside talking to fans or kind of talking to fans um tamina noticed him and somehow he ended up backstage i guess she got him backstage and a lot of people were saying it was vince that threw him out it wasn't vince vince wasn't there vince was remotely changing the uh script from back from uh zoom (laughs) just imagine vince on zoom <laughs> get in front of the laptop you idiot fucking oh, yeah, yo- at you. the camera
2: is absolutely pointed at his feet
0: how did stop pointing it at his cock alright <laughs> not funny anymore you asshole <laughs> anyway you know
2: he's got fucking windows 98 Vince, <laughs> just sitting there chilling with bonsai buddy he's got fucking lime wire installed
1: oh, shit. anyway
0: uh so i guess that's what vince heard he was there now i don't it's funny cm punk cm punk knows how to start shit okay um i don't know if he was just trying to get a buzz behind his name I don't know if he was just trying to obviously everyone always oh, trying to go back to WWE right when he's getting this shit going on with AEW. what could be happening what's happening what's happening I mean he might have just gone there to really say they were in Chicago he might have gone by to say hi to a few people he remembers in the company and has friends with I'm sure he still has friends. Um, And that's it. It might just be as harmless as that. But even if it was as harmless as that, CM Punk is known for starting trouble. This could start trouble. This could definitely do that MLW uh, lawsuit out there that says that they tamper while people are contracted. This is not a good look for that. Number one, this is not a good look for anyone who thinks that even Tony Khan has claimed that they, you know, tamper with their uh, contracted talent. That's not a good look for them. I can see why they kicked him out. I don't think it's like. I don't think this was a huge deal. CM Punk being backstage, I guess, but. Please, sir. Opinion.
2: I mean, I was just going to say, like, if you you can't eat fried chicken in the locker room, imagine the fucking mess muffins are going to make. So that's probably why he got kicked out.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'll go with that. Fucking
2: blueberries everywhere.
0: Blueberries, muffins, crumbs.
1: Mm, Crumbs.
2: They're for sure going to fucking contract ants. Mm.
0: But I just... People really blew this out of fucking proportion, and it
2: uh, was pretty funny though. You just fucking they they threw him out.
0: That's pretty great. That is good. And I, I I heard it was the like the head of talent. Somebody, it wasn't Vince and it wasn't Triple H that let him out. It was a, the the head of talent or the head of something or the head of the head of something. One of the heads of the company, not actually head, but a head. Not that head. Al- you, you guys, Stone stop you fucking pervs. Stop doing that. So, what you're saying is, Al Snow asked him to leave. Maybe.
2: So, what does everybody want you to get the fuck out? I'm
0: sorry, Phil. you gotta go. you... leave. <laughs> you got to go. Mm-hmm. Head of security. I don't know. If, I don't think it was the head of security. Actually, I don't think it was. I think it was like the head of... Not the head of talent, the head of something. Maybe it was the head of security. I don't know. I I think it's more fun to say Al Snow and his crew threw him out. Mm-hmm.
2: F- fucking maven.
0: Well, Smart, while we're talking about Triple H here... Of course. A new championship was introduced on Raw, and man, were people fucking confused by this explanation? Um... But what little of this explanation I honestly heard. Boy, they really made this title just sound like the. Uh, the participation trophy. Oh, look, you were in the title hunt. Here's your participation trophy. Because what this is saying is on May 27th at Night of Champions, they will crown a new champion. But. Roman Reigns will will also be the champion of whatever show he's drafted to. We do have the draft coming up. I really thought about talking about it, guys, but the, the fact that we don't really cover WWE is not... If we start talking about the draft, we're just blind guessing, so why bother? Uh, you know the draft's coming up, starts Friday and Monday. I really
2: fun. wish you would have told me that before i made a 40-man mock draft but okay what uh, a-
0: well you know what we can do that anyway that's fine all right okay. did you really you, you knew- don't
2: you're not curious as to where i think la Knight's going um what about all do you think they're gonna break up uh fucking Bray wyatt and uncle howdy do you, you think this is good Could that happen
0: possibly possibly <laughs>
2: It would actually be pretty great if they just fucking like Uncle
0: Howdy was just on NXT now for no apparent reason. That would be. That would be funny. That would be. Um, but here's the new championship, folks. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of old school meets new school meets. Not the greatest title in the world. The lighting they had on the show when I was trying to, you couldn't see the fucking title. This is the most high definition picture. It is the world. Heavyweight championship. Um boy, did I see a lot of why didn't they did just put the winged eagle belt back? No. This is all about advertising now, folks. That's what it's about. This is going to be the new world heavyweight championship belt. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens, but man, people lot people are losing their fucking minds over this belt online smart.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not great necessarily, but I don't don't hate it as much as everybody else does. It kind of just looks like they put like a spinner faceplate on the WCW belt.
1: A little bit
0: and gave it a new, uh, some new leather, but new side plates, obviously. But yeah, I I mean, yeah, it does actually a little bit. But again, you're not gonna get the big winged winged eagle belt back and I could it's not gonna happen. Take what you can get. It's not a bad looking belt. It's not the worst. Listen, it's not the twenty four seven title. He could have brought back the twenty four seven title. He could have if he wanted to. You know that, right? Nice suppose. I mean he could've. He could have. So,
2: I like the design of that title I mean it was fundamentally useless As like a division But the 24-7 belt actually did kind of look kind of cool
0: Yeah But we'll see what happens Again it was a little convoluted The way they did this um, A lot of people were saying Oh look they created a title for Cody I hope not I hope not <laughs> Cody's not
2: winning that belt either
0: christopher kane mjf and sammy are sucking their own dicks wait till you see the le- latter part of that um
3: yeah, it gets more but yeah
0: yeah yeah so there we go that was uh this was a this is about the best shot of the championship i could get um but yeah when they were showing it on raw you couldn't see anything the lights were like beating down on it and it was just glowing everywhere it's like man y'all should Put a fucking sun visor on this thing. That's what it could have used. So, smart Yes? You know what that leads us to, sir? Nah, uh,
2: of course, but tell me anyway.
0: That leads us to our last news story before we get into the AE dub. Which is yours, mm-hmm. sir? Wrap us up when you get a second. I am killing time for you. Let me know when you're ready. You look like you're ready. You look ready. You got it? You look ready.
2: Well, I mean, Chris Burkane was talking about Sammy Guevara and uh, MJF sucking each other, their own dicks or each other's dicks. I'm not entirely sure. You know what can happen from that is you can get yourself a, a nasty case of the old Hep C. You know who has Hep C and of the Butcher? Dark Side of the Ring has revealed the complete list of topics that will be covered this upcoming season. <laughs> season 4 of Dark Side of the Ring premieres on Vice TV at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Tuesday, May 30th, the season will feature 10 episodes. Here are the subjects that will be covered. Speaking of uh, sucking dicks and getting Hep C, Chris Candido and Tammy Sitch. Oh, that's an episode. Oh, Ugh, boy! Magnum T A, Adrian Adonis, Drank the Clown, Junkyard Dog. My personal favorite. Can't wait for this one. Marty Janetti,
3: mm.
2: Bam Bam Bigelow, Abdul of the Butcher, of course. WCW's infamous Bash at the Beach two thousand pay per view, and the Graham family. Uh, season 4, apparently, according to a, twi- a tweet that Dark Side of the Ring put out, is coming out May 30th, so pretty soon, the next couple days, 10 p.m. Pacific.
0: Uh, a month, a few days, you mean?
2: Yeah, I said May and I thought April.
1: It's okay.
0: I understand, sir. Um, the grand scheme of things. So a few of these I'm actually looking forward to, Smart. I don't know about you. Um, w- you know what? Which ones are you looking forward to? Let's start there.
2: I mean the Marty Jannetty
0: one because, like,
2: they Obviously. have to they have to interview Marty Jannetty. You know? mm. And, like, God bless whoever has to edit whatever the fuck it is that he says mm. into something that resembles a coherent point. Because that is just, that is a Herculean task. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm curious to hear about all this shit. Like, Okay, obviously, the Shawn Michaels situation and then what happened after that. But, like, what do you, like, what is everything that you cover? Like, what do you leave out? What is it that, like, what is the story that you're going to be telling there? Oh, like, that's man. going to be interesting.
0: There is that. That's an obvious one because it's like, man, they could do so much with it. And I mean, how, you know, how much of. You're right. How do you edit that? How do you cover that? How do you do... I mean, this is going to be a crazy one with Marty Jannetty. How much of the fucking crazy face do they get into the fact that he actually asked the internet if he should screw the girl he thinks may be his daughter?
2: God, I hope so. The fact that he killed the man like just like...
0: This is good. <laughs> that is going to be a fucking great one. It's going to be great to see how that one works um which other ones
2: um the bam bam bigelow like i don't know if that's yeah. gonna be terrible like it's not juicy but i like i always thought he was a really good wrestler and i thought they could do more with him and that would just be interesting to hear like maybe the specifics of like why it was that he never got necessarily the treatment that he perhaps should have that would be interesting i guess um Junkyard Dog's an interesting one. Doink the Clown,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Magnum T A. Because I don't know that much about Magnum T A. But from what I've heard of, just basically that he had a lot of talent, but then just unfortunately he had that accident, and then he just never really got to fully realize his true potential. So, it'd be interesting to hear about that.
0: I think the Magnum T A. one might be the one I'm most interested in. Um, I remember, you know, back in the day, growing up watching him. You know, even as a young kid, I knew that guy. I just had, a you know, one of those, like, weird feelings. Like, this guy's going to be a fucking star. Um, and then he just wasn't there. And I remember my dad telling me what happened to him. And they actually talked about it on the shows, what happened to him. When he got into the accident and the Porsche and all that, they were talking about it on the, you know, as we were watching wrestling. So we were knowing what was going on. So I think that's going to be a great one. Um, I'm probably most interested in that one. And really, you named all the good ones. The Doink the Clown one, I'm a little... I don't know. That one's... I think that's going to just be a sad one, man. I don't know why. I just think it is. It's going to be a a decent watch, but that one's going to be a little odd, too. But uh, the Bash at the Beach one, I got to be honest. I mean, that's going to be a weird one, too. But a good story. A go- I'm sure Eric Bischoff will be on there to take a line from Christopher Kane sucking his own dick. Um, yeah, but- if I had
2: to guess I'd say Eric Bischoff, Vince Russo, Jim Cornette just to make fun of
0: Vince Russo. Nash, yeah. Nash will be on yeah. there, I'm sure. Uh, and the Graham family one. Man, I'll... I'll I think that's going to be a... That's going to be the sleeper and I think that that's going to be a fucking good one. I man. that family's had... I mean, really, you could compare that family to the Von Eriks when it comes to, you know, deaths and suicides and things like that. So that's going to be... To be honest,
2: the one that I, I'm, like, least interested in is the Chris Candido and Tammy Sitchwell. Just because, yeah. like, I feel bad for the guy... And then, like, I also don't want her to have, like, sort of anything that she could potentially spin into a positive. Because, like, even if they spend an hour just, like, shitting on her relentlessly, she could still just, like, act like she's a star again because she's on TV again. Well...
0: So it's like... (sighs) She's still in jail, right?
2: I would assume so. Like, last we had checked.
0: Okay, just now... As the law works, if she is convicted, she cannot profit from this. I just want, I don't know if you know that. Now, if she's not convicted, there can be some financial gain. But how much could you really make off of a fucking dark side of the ring? So.
2: Well, I wasn't even really talking about the financial aspect of it. I was just talking yeah. about more of just like any extra attention. You know, like any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. Is like At this point, I feel like you just, it's not even worth it to talk about her anymore. Just let her just fade away
0: into obscurity. Yeah, I agree, but um,
1: yeah, a few of these look
0: really good. Some of these are just going to be kind of, like you said, the Chris Candido, Tammy Sitch one. It, I agree with you. It's going to be kind of It's going to be a sad fucking story because we all know how she treated Chris and. Man, how are they going to fucking roll? I mean, how much? I mean, they're going to have to really. Shawn Michaels, you know, I'm 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 not going to fucking sugarcoat it. Shawn Michaels was a piece of shit back then. They're going to have to fucking trash that guy.
2: On that one, probably on the Marty Jannetty one, because
0: mm-hmm. I think he
2: basically left him out to draw. Like, it's going to be a bad season for Trump. Not that he gives a shit, but no,
0: no, but that's not going to be a very good look for NXT. No, so there could be some weird stuff coming up, but again, the most the, the one I'm really looking forward to. And um, who I, again? I was a huge fan of this guy when he was out there when I was a kid. Uh, Magnum TA. i A. I'm really looking forward to seeing that one. The Abdul the Butcher one, man. I just is it necessary?
2: That's kind of what I was thinking. And I mean, I, but like, I don't know, because like I already kind of know. I feel like we kind of already know what's up with him, or like what what it is that they have to talk about. But at the same time, like. This is also, I think it's intended for some people that don't watch wrestling. I don't know if people that don't watch wrestling actually watch this show, but they're trying to have broad appeal, so I guess his story is kind of interesting. And, I mean, it depends on what all it is that they're going to talk about. I mean, I have to imagine the fact that he, like, continued to wrestle for a while after his diagnosis, Mm. probably going to be a part of that. I don't think they're going to spend a lot of time promoting his barbecue restaurant.
0: Well, we know that he wrestled because Hannibal sued the shit out of him, or tried to sue him.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: you know and blamed him so you know that's going to be involved in it so i'm sure there's going to be a lot of different stuff but uh it's going to be a a a pretty good season so i don't know i guess we'll uh we'll see who watches and we'll go from there yeah so but i think that's it on the news yep
2: only other thing that I could note is apparently according to Christopher Kane, Cody Rhodes was sucking on Monday. Not necessarily news, but it is
0: just probably sucking. very true. Just sucking, but not sucking his own dick.
2: Yeah, just sort of sucking in general. Not just being good at, I don't know, if it was a promo or a match, I'm assuming it was probably a promo and it was probably the same promo he always does. So. Just,
0: yeah, Just sucking everything as it came in his way. Just, I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. You're if there was a dick in the way, Cody was fucking just... All, 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 all.
2: I get it. Yeah, it's like a vacuum. Like you just turn it on and whatever gets in its path.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: So anyway, AEW
0: Dynamite, folks.
2: That's right.
0: What do you think of that? That was... Uh, what did you think, Smart? Good, decent, crappy, shitty, bad...
2: Uh, there are some good segments. There are some bad segments. Like the first hour, I think was good, and then there were some kind of lows from there, and then it picked back up.
0: See, I, I, w- I would actually say I think the second hour was better than the first hour. My opinion. All right, well, fuck it. Let's get into it, man. There's the lineup right there, though. We had all those matches right there. Orange, Cassidy, Bandito, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allin. We'll go through all of this. Um, but uh, the match, uh, the, the show started off as it has for, my God, mark, what? Almost fucking two months now. Orange Cassidy has kicked mm-hmm. off this show for a while. Listen. The crowd seems to fucking love when he kicks off the show, so why not keep doing it? But it was Orange Cassidy versus Bandito um, for the inter- international. I almost said intercontinental. International. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher
1: Kane says Cody deep throated himself. I actually
2: love that because that is a, that that denotes like a, a, a special distinction. Like he wasn't just sucking his own dick; like he was going. All out, pun intended, Dude, to suck that, in his own dick. Like he was deep
1: throwing himself. I was totally about to read. <laughs> totally threw me off. All I saw was. It's amazing what words will catch your fucking eye. See, <laughs> box, you were proven wrong because
2: last week you said that WWE wasn't going to get more edgy. Cody Rhodes apparently poffed himself on live television. <laughs>
1: Oh, shit. I wish I could name the show that. <laughs> Cody deep-throated himself.
0: Oh, Brody Rhodes. Oh, that might work.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on. Okay, oh, Brody Rhodes. <laughs>
2: fucking theme song playing the entire time like he's New Jack
1: hold on there's actual fucking tears coming down here <laughs> oh
0: shit you're gonna kill me dude I'm not fucking old here
1: okay thank you Christopher Kane I totally needed that dude <laughs> absolutely yes oh shit oh fuck Okay, let me ch- oh. <laughs> I'm not lying dude. I don't know why I found that so funny I mean, it was just, that was great Throaty Roads, I think we're gonna have to go for that
0: I like throaty Roads Oh, shit Okay So, Orange Cassidy comes out Um I would say uh, this was the typical Orange Cassidy kickoff match, Smart. We got Orange Cassidy. He came, uh, I did his thing. He was the underdog. He did his, oh, I'm just tapping you thing, and you're getting annoyed.
1: It was the uh, usual
0: Orange Cassidy kickoff match.
2: Yeah, I suppose so. I like Bandito, though, so it was nice seeing him out there. I thought it was a pretty good match.
0: It was nice, and it wasn't a bad match. I'm just saying it was the usual. Um, but yeah, it was good seeing Bandito out there after... I mean, they they make these big deals about these guys being signed, and then they don't do shit with them, and then finally they bring them out. So it was good. Cassidy uh, did retain, shows a little bit of uh, respect to Bandito, even gave him a pair of sunglasses. You see him both there in the Ray-Bans. So...
1: Mm-hmm. You know...
0: Good way to kick it off, I guess.
2: Yes, a friendship was formed.
0: There you go. And it was actually. They came down and actually they're they're they've they're gonna be in a match next week too, both guys. Mm-hmm. So after that we get Adam Cole backstage. He's with Renee Paquette. Adam Cole tells uh Chris Jericho, I'm gonna come out to the ring and I'm gonna call you out. I don't know why you would tell someone that's what you're gonna do, but here we are. Um, and right then and or there, Orange Cassidy walks up with Bandito backstage. Now, Smark, I did not hear the question she asked him.
2: Well, she didn't. He came out like, I feel like people are going to complain about this, but I enjoyed it because whatever. It entertained me, so that's okay. all that matters. Okay. Well, because you had Adam Cole like went on this tangent about like how what. Chris Jericho did was unacceptable, and he's right. going to make him pay, and so on and so forth. Serious Adam Cole time. Immediately afterwards, Orange Cassidy and Bandito, both still wearing sunglasses, walk into scene. And Orange Cassidy asks Renee if she's going to, if she's there to talk to them. And she says, "No, I was talking to Adam Cole." He says, "Oh," walks off camera. Bandito also says, "Oh," uh, and walks off camera. Okay. So like basically, they sort of undermined the whole point of the segment being super serious and shit, just for Orange Cassidy and Bandito to pal around. Nice, but it 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 entertained me. That's that's what I watch this show for is to be entertained. So good enough, thumbs up.
0: Yeah, I I literally right at that moment, my daughter walked in the room and I was like, what what what? Oh, <laughs> and then I just saw I saw Bandito go, oh, and walk away. That was really all I saw of that of that right there. Um, there was a lot of Ren- renee paquette was all over this show again tonight which again i never have a problem with that ever ever mm-hmm. we get jungle boy jack perry smart and darby allen they're backstage with of course renee paquette darby basically and i'm going to sum these up a little bit darby kind of asked jungle boy hey listen after what what uh what you said last week, uh, you 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 still got a problem with me. Um, Darby says, listen, man, we don't have to really like each other, but we probably should work together. Jungle Boy says, uh, ah, it would have been nice if it was you out there, uh, you know, or you and me out there, but obviously it's not. And Darby's like, no, of course it's not, because I would have beat you anyway. A little bit of tension between these guys, which I don't even know why they had to do this. They really didn't have to do this, but anyway. Um, I mean, it, it, it's actually hard to tell if either one of them have tension because they're both like watch, watching fucking paint dry, but...
2: Is yes, they're similarly like apathetic and milky.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's 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 like even when they're trying to be assholes to each other, you're like, these guys still might hug. I don't know why, but they might. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But after that, we get Jeff Jarrett, the uh, my favorite character actor, according to Smart.
1: That's right. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> he comes down with his cronies, but uh, they're immediately kicked out, gone, bye bye. Um, and then we get uh, FTR. We get Dax Harwood coming on out for a singles match with Jeff Jarrett. And uh, after a pretty pretty decent match, I thought, Sanjay Dutt ends up making his way to the ring with a pencil and gets used. Jeff Jarrett gets the win. Uh, wasn't too bad here. I just, again, you've got your one, one half of your almost newly crowned champions taking a fucking loss for Jeff Jarrett. Why?
2: Well, okay, there's three, three positives about this. I okay. Think. A, it was, it was a way different match than the open. So you have, like, everybody's wrestling different. You have a bunch of different matches. Everybody's not wrestling the same style. That's always good. Okay. B, fucking Cash Wheeler lost. Or Dax Harwood lost. I keep fucking, I don't know why. Dax Harwood lost. That was good. That was another good thing. The third good thing is that we didn't have to hear him talk. So all three great things, I think.
0: Okay, I can go with that, but I half one half of your newly crowned champions have to lose a match. I get it was kind of by uh you know not exactly good fucking intentions there, but it 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 doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. I'm sorry, I it doesn't make sense to me. And then he was holding the title like he was about to fucking make love to it, mm-hmm. which I'm glad he put it down. I was getting a little nervous there for a minute. I'm like, oh shit, he's he's gonna try to sell that motherfucker.
2: I'm not gonna lie. A lot of my attention during this match was like taken away by that guy with like the bandana and like the I think it was like a tie dye shirt.
0: You mean old Hulk Hogan with hair?
2: Yeah, old Hulk Hogan with hair. He was like mm-hmm. he was getting into it.
0: He was, man. He was, he was a part of the show. So was the guy, the other guy over there. Uh, one, two, three over. The big guy on the right with the glasses and the, and the Burberry yeah. scarf, absolutely. He was a big part. He was uh, he was pretty animated himself. Right now, old uh, old Hogan with hair looks like he's uh, on his phone. Yeah. Well,
2: he, he was involved in the match. He was invested in it for a minute because he was... I think he was, like, strutting along with Jeff Jarrett as Jeff Jarrett did the strut.
0: Yeah, he doesn't even have glasses on here. He's definitely on his phone. Mm -hmm. Definitely on his phone. So, yeah. Yeah, I did notice him. But, uh, yeah, good crowd tonight. Good crowd tonight. So smart. Then after that, you know what we get?
2: Was this the time for the special announcement?
0: It was, sir. It was time for the special announcement, sir. Absolutely, it was. And uh, Tony Khan was out there, not, I I think this was the best thing they have ever done for a Tony Khan announcement. It was (laughs) pre-taped. It was pre-taped. It
2: reminds me of of the quote from The Simpsons where it's like, we did 20 takes and this was the best one.
0: (laughs) I would say this probably went the exact same way.
2: Tony Khan had big homeschooled energy. He seemed like he was like fucking just he seemed like he didn't know how to talk to human. Beings.
0: It was uh,
2: like, hi guys, Tony Khan here. So we're going to be doing the Owen Hart tournament. And we're going to be doing that as part of the New Japan show because uh, Owen Hart was, went, had Panda Express once, I guess. Anyways, this cocaine's not going to do itself. Goodbye, friends.
0: I live near Panda Express. rest one of the little restaurants near me. I love Panda Express. If you have not tried their honey walnut shrimp, get yourself to a Panda Express. It's a dollar extra, but definitely do it in the fucking meal. Oh, yeah, it's worth it. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Let's see if they can sponsor us.
0: But he did announce the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament, and in July, the finals will be actually held in Calgary. That is in Canada, folks. It's going to be held in Calgary, eh?
2: That's right. Owen Hart's home state of Canada.
0: In his hometown of Calgary, mm-hmm. I believe he was always he was always an from Calgary.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So, listen, this is great. Uh, the fact that that they've been to Canada, they can now go back. I I I think this is really good. I, I like their that they're doing this. Um, Listen, Martha Hart wanted nothing to do with WWE. She She feels they killed her husband. Um and I can't fault her for that. I cannot. I don't think anyone should fault her for that. I'm sure there's people that do. I don't fault her for that. Um I love that they do this tournament. This is the second year, correct? Second year. Oh, oh. yeah. This is only the second year, yeah that um, they're doing this tournament, so... Uh, and I believe last year the winners were Adam Cole, Adam Cole. and Britt Baker.
2: That's it. That yeah, I don't it. mind that They're doing the tournament. The tournament's a good thing. I just thought that the, like, his announcement just comes across as such a weird fucking guy. Like, what? Vince, Like the thing about Vince is, like, Vince is like a fucking raving lunatic, which makes him fun and exciting, but, like, Tony Khan just had... Real weird energy. There's something about, like, not dangerous, but just, like, I don't know. Like, like, it wouldn't surprise me if he just grew up being raised by a television. And he just sort of learned how to interact with the world based on, like, how people in sitcoms behaved. Yeah, but, I mean,
1: okay.
0: But here's the difference. Vince has been a raving lunatic for a very, very long time. We're used to the raving lunatic.
2: I mean, this is true. We
0: are not used to bug eyed fucking Tony Khan. Meanwhile, I'm, again, I am glad they finally did this on a pre tape because Tony Khan did not embarrass himself completely. I didn't say he didn't like, embarrass himself. Tony Khan himself.
2: basically has a sort of personality of like, if he, like, if a collection of tapes from like back in the day and those dating, like before dating websites, where you would like go and there'd like tapes of people that you could find. Like that's basically like if you if you remember the lowered expectations sketch from Man TV, like he seems like he's straight out of one of those. He just fucking straight up, but like if he if he wasn't rich, my goodness, what would that man do with himself? Oh, just fucking just giant bug out. like he doesn't. He enunciates weird things. He puts weird pauses in page. like He is a strange man.
0: He's like a Middle Eastern Chandler Bing. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh, now I got to fucking Photoshop his face in a Friends episode, don't I?
2: It's like, alright, we're doing the Owen Hart tournament. Okay, now I gotta go pick up Phil. He got arrested for trespassing. That <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Phil. Well, be sure to check out Shazam! Wrath of the Gods. Anyways.
1: I gotta go get Phil. Gotta go get Phil. Poor Phil's arrested for trespassing. That was good, smart. <laughs> That took or me to a me. second. I'm like, Phil. Oh, Phil. Truck, that was tight. Was All
0: right. So we get Wardlow. He comes down. And thank God Arne comes out with him. Because obviously we don't need Wardlow to say anything. Um, Wardlow basically murdered some jobber. or uh, Arizil something. What, what was his name? Did you know?
2: did not catch his name, no. I've never seen that man a day in my life.
0: All right, no big deal. Um, Arn, after the match, grabs the mic, and I'm like, oh, fuck yes. I love Arn on the mic. I'm sorry, I do. I love it. Mm. I fucking love it. Arn tells us why he chose Wardlow, and he goes through this whole fucking laundry list. But before he could finish his statement, because it was getting very violent and I was enjoying it at that point, Christian and Luchasaurus walk down to the ring. And uh, they just stand at ringside. They stare at Wardlow, who lays the belt down like a line, cross this line, come fuck with me. And they don't do it. And we basically just get this right here. We get uh, the Kool-Aid man and Wardlow, staring down uh, Christian and uh, Devil's Horse. Unfortunately, Arn does look like he's about to just break through and go, Oh, yeah! The
2: tracksuit is an interesting choice.
0: It is It is an Adidas tracksuit. Arn does look like he really could cut a fucking rap album in 1992 right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Seriously, and I would, I and, and I'm, I might listen to that motherfucker.
2: Wardlow puts down the belt. Orange just fucking head spins on it.
0: <laughs> we can't do a hand spin. That's true. Ouch. Ouch. Yes. Ouch. That would hurt. That would hurt. So anyway, there was that segment. Let's move on. Let's keep going. Let's keep going here. Uh, so once again, Renee Paquette. Mm-hmm, always love when they show Renee Paquette. She's got Sammy Guevara backstage. So this was a really crazy segment here, folks. Hold on to your fucking hats. Sammy starts talking, and MJF walks up, and he's he 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 walks up, and he he like a mob boss. He grabs Sammy. He grabs his head and he kisses his forehead, and he goes, tonight's your big night. And he kisses Sammy on the forehead, like I said. And then Sammy kind of has this weird look on his face, and he does the same thing, and he goes, no, it's our big night. So I'm like, what in the fuck is going This is literally who is going to who uh, screw who first.
2: Yes, there was some real big like '80s cocaine promo energy going on, but also just like random homoeroticism interspersed in oh, between.
0: Oh yeah. which b- but it's also but you can also cut the tension with a knife, as they say, smart. You know these two still hate S- each other, right? Attention. Yeah, uh-huh. you know they still hate each other. You know It didn't
2: seem like it. There was a lot of making out, a lot of touching and holding and
0: But it was forced, and you could tell it was forced. Um it was very weird, but in, afterwards we get
2: It was fucking strange, but I'm gonna remember it for a while, and I think that was the point. So that yeah. all of, overall I say that was a success.
0: I was Sammy got him a matching vest for MJF. Um MJF got uh Sammy. A Burberry scarf so.
2: which is fucking great if you think about it because like if you if you really think about like the thought process of those gifts Sammy theoretically had that shit custom made for MJF and MJF just sort of pulled out like a replica scarf that yep. they sell on the fucking website it's like here you go got you a gift too
1: but I mean basically what these two are
0: to me my opinion this is like two high school girls that hate each other but have to get along in order to get what each other wants. Yeah, I can see that. But they're both going to fuck the, each other's boyfriend in the long run.
3: hmm
0: I, I know MJF isn't going to fuck Ty Mello, which... That would be a good fucking storyline. <laughs> that would be a fucking kicker. It'd be kicker. an interesting
2: storyline.
0: That would be a fucking kicker right there.
2: I'd get Just, you to watch Rampage, I guess. Okay a different kind of Rampage full-on
0: penetration. That's a different kind of fucking Rampage right there. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Rampage will start at 1 a.m. this week. Um,
1: (laughs) We're going to show a different kind of
0: video. Okay. We do get the Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allin match. Uh, Sammy comes down and just makes out with, with with Tay. Just makes out with her real quick and uh MJF comes out has a seat on commentary now sammy is basically supposed to win this match and then take a dive in the MJF match is basically right correct mm-hmm.
2: yeah he paid him he paid him off so that he would take a dive He'd lay right. down for him.
0: so at one point we get time Miller, she comes down she gets up on the apron Sammy hits an awesome Spanish fly. And you think he's going to win, but he doesn't. Sammy gets a table, pulls it out, puts Darby on the table, does a fucking a, a, amazing 630 to put Darby through the table. There was some good shit through here. Um, but again, we get Tay distracting the referee. MJF, uh, I, I, I think he threw Darby the skateboard. Right? Mm-hmm. Darby picks up the skateboard. This was totally Eddie Guerrero here. Oh, for sure. This was total Eddie Guerrero. I always love this fucking thing. Um, you see, uh, Darby sitting there, skateboard in hand. Sammy falls down. Referee finally turns around. We know how it goes from there. Darby gets DQ'd. Which again, very rare in AEW. We can we could probably count on one hand, smart, the DQs in AEW throughout the three years. Right. So, a rarity that uh, we get a DQ. And there you go. Sammy gets the win by DQ. Now, the best, one of the best parts of this show is as they're walking away tonight, Tony Schiavone stands up. And as MJF is cutting a promo, Shavoni stands up and interrupts him. And MJF goes, hey, 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 don't you do that. And (laughs) Shavoni goes, shut up, you prick. Yep. Best part of the show tonight, in my opinion. I don't know about you, but I love that fucking part.
2: They were setting that up a little bit on the fight, because I was watching the fight stream. And, um, when they were on commercial break, I, Tony Schiavone was taking MJF to task about something. And MJF says, You're a bitter old fat prick. And Tony Schiavone's like, Yeah, I know, but that's still the point remains.
1: Nice. Well, it led to
0: this, which was a great, great fucking thing, man. Um, Tony says, Listen, I just heard from Tony Khan. There's going to be a tag match next week on Dynamite, it's going to be MJF and Sammy versus Jungle Boy and Darby, who had kind of had some tension throughout the night. Right. So if Sammy and MJF win, then the match stands. Nothing changes. But if Darby and Jungle Boy wins, there's going to be a four-way, a four-pillar match. Four-way pillar match. Um, Smart, I think we see totally where this is going, right?
2: I mean, you would think so, but it's not entirely as predictable as you might think. Because if you have one of them, like if you have Darby or you have Jungle Boy cause the other person to match, you could just as easily pivot and have them have a match against each other at double or nothing. So you could spin this off a couple of different ways. I think it is obviously probably just going to be a four-way match. Right. but
0: yeah, I think it is too, and you're right. You could spin this a few different ways. You could have Sammy and... and uh... Sammy and MJF win and keep the Darby and uh, you know what? That would be a way to keep the Darby and Jungle Boy feud going.
2: I'm going to take a like It's probably not going to happen, but I'm going to take a real just sort of shot in the dark guard on a limb for a prediction. It's like you just have, because the whole thing is based on like Sammy being paid to take a fall. So maybe at some point, like Sammy starts sort of getting tired of MJF shit, which they've already sort of set up on Dynamite. But um, maybe you end up having that one of Darby or Jungle Boy ends up being the person that was actually on the take. It's like they end up, caught, you know, they end up purposely throwing the match, and then get like maybe get a heel turn, and then you know you get the further continuation of their feud.
0: I could see it going that way. I could also see Darby and Jungle Boy winning the same way Sammy won this week. Yeah. So uh, this could go a couple different ways. I like this. I like that we, we got a few different ways that this match could go. So let's see. Listen, it's not, like you said, it's not as predictable as I just said it was. I I would assume that's how it was going to go, but you're right. It's not. Which is good. That's a definitely a good thing.
2: Like I said, I would agree with you. It probably is just going to be a four-way, but there are other ways that you could go with this if you wanted to. So it sort of it makes it interesting in that regard, I guess.
0: There's there's better ways you could go with it. Really, the, the mm-hmm. way you put it would, could um, is actually a better way. So we'll see. So now we get Adam Coles, Mark, because you know yes. you got to have Adam Cole. So we get Adam Cole, and he's uh, sitting there, and he's uh, all pissed about what happened to him and Britt Baker last week. Uh, He said, you know what you did to me, whatever, but what you did to Britt Baker, that's unforgivable. Mm -hmm. Cole says, Jericho, get the fuck out in the ring, and he's going to beat him within an inch of his life. That's what he said. Jericho doesn't come out, he's up there on the big screen and basically he says, listen, I don't want to be anywhere near a guy like you, a guy who will sit there and watch his girlfriend get beat up. I don't want to be anywhere near a guy like you, but
1: my guys will.
0: They all come down, we get Hager, Garcia, Menard, Parker, all come down and start beating up on, uh, on Cole. Cassidy and Bandito come down. But they're outnumbered. They're getting their asses kicked, and then we get boy, the scariest guy in the world walks out. This guy, boy, I'll tell you, the intimidation factor went up by what? Four, five fucking notches here. Absolutely. Roderick Strong.
2: See, you. I know you want to shit on it, and I don't blame you, but unintentionally, I feel like Taz did that perfectly because you have like Tony Schiavone go, It's Roderick Strong, and Taz goes, All right, mm-hmm. and I was like, That is the most amazing, that is the most appropriate response to just like Roderick Strong debuting. It's so, like, All right,
0: okay, I'm with Taz, All right, great, now what? Um. <laughs>
2: That's what I love about Taz. Is like he's just incapable of hiding how he actually feels about shit. That's what makes me love him as a commentator. Because He was just totally indifferent.
0: Yeah. Now, this makes me think is possibly Kyle O'Reilly also ready to come back? Perhaps. I don't know. Perhaps. Now, we do know. Because that was
2: part of. Uh- fucking unrestricted i think this is the show mm-hmm. all access whatever the reality show is called i forget
0: right all access
2: is that they both got injured in the same time and they were like they have a couple of shots together where they're talking about you know trying to rehab together and trying to both you know get back in the ring and all that kind of shit so it's like the, the story is there if that's what's happening you know, if he's ready to come back
1: yeah
0: so but this is what uh what we got roger strong um one of the most intimidating characters in the world. My God, this guy couldn't fucking scare a fly. Uh, literally, I, I'm i not even going to sit here and shit on this. I, I don't even fucking, I don't want to fucking do it. So I'm not going to, but um, we got Bobby Fish, who's obviously contracted to TNA right now. Who knows for how long? Maybe, he's, maybe he can get out of it. We may see Undisputed Era. Completely reformed very soon. Who knows? But this did set up an eight-man tag match for Dynamite next week that has been made official with um, all four of them against JAS. So we'll see what happens, man. It could be cool. I
2: have no idea why Orange Cassidy and Badino were involved in this, though.
0: I don't know either. And they even had a little odd, like, awkward stare down at the end there, which made it, like, even like, well, what the fuck? Why are you doing all this? But... I guess they yeah, had to like, find a it? it was
2: like, well, Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole have a history together. Mm-hmm. Like, it was sort of like, you know, complicated history. It's like, then why was he out there helping him? Like, it makes no fucking... You spent like two or three weeks on your show talking about how Adam Cole and Keith Lee are friends. Keith Lee is nowhere to be found here. No. Like, dude, what the fuck was the point of
0: this? No, Keith Lee is going to be on uh, on on Rampage. And he's now naturally limitless, Keith Lee, because of the gray mm-hmm. beard. Just call him the natural Keith Lee at this point. Come on,
2: I think it's because he's teaming with uh, Dustin Rhodes. Well, that, but
0: he's also natural for the gray beard. Natural, get it? It's a it's a double meaning, smart. I see. Uh-huh. I do see. see. I just know
2: that Keith Lee got to, the he Keith Lee drew the long straw on this one because oh. I think I, I'd much rather be teaming with Dustin Rhodes than fucking Roger Strong. So good I... for Keith Lee.
0: I'm I'm with you, man. I'm with you. So, now we get a uh, QTV segment.
2: Yeah. Speaking of things that are perplexed as to why they happened.
0: There was no... Listen, if you really needed to get Hobbs on the show, there was better ways to do it than this. But Hobbs got pissed at QT Marshall, no one gave a fuck. i, I you know what? I don't even I, I really didn't even fucking take notes on it. I literally put this can't get any worse, can it? Question mark. He's,
2: it's his segment and yet he is the worst part of the segment. Cause like the girl, the girl, whoever the girl is, I forget what her name is, she she's she's alright, she's
3: pretty
0: good. Mm, she's gorgeous.
2: And then like the the role that they have Aaron Solo in for this is like sort of just being like the kind of fucking like lame sniveling sidekick He's, he does all right with that. And then
0: uh, fucking, who else is involved? Like, you know, Hobbs is good, but QT is. I'll tell you what. I would have been just fine if Arn Anderson had taken the side of Hobbs and talked for Hobbs. Hmm. To be honest, I think that might have been a better thing to actually give Hobbs something. I could see Arne coming out there and going, I like what you did. I like your tactics. I like how you did this. I like how you did that. Because, I mean, you, you go back to what the Full Horseman did. I mean, Jesus Christ, the Full Horseman turned fucking poor uh, uh, Ricky Morton's face. Remember when they ran his face? Full Horseman did some fucking rough shit, man. Right. I would have liked to have possibly seen Arn go there. Listen, I like your tactics. I can make you better. You want to be dirty? I can make you dirtier. You know, I would have liked to have seen Heel Arn possibly go with Hobbs. I think that might have been a better thing to do. If you're trying it, Wardlow is over. The crowd already had their investment in Wardlow. Did he really need Arn? I don't think he did. I think Hobbs might have benefited more by, but and you know what? It still could go that way. Not now, but down the road he could still turn. Arn could still turn. You never know. I don't know because like know.
2: he could benefit more from having Arn, but he also needs Arn less, I think, than Wardwell does. Because I feel like Hobbes is a better talker than Ward. That's not really saying much, but.
3: Mm,
0: I don't know. I just think a guy like Arn could really. Put that extra oomph on uh, what what uh, Hobbes has to say.
3: Yeah, I
2: mean, the, the long story, the sh- long story short of it is fucking anybody would be a better choice than
0: fucking QT Marsh. Very true. Very true. But it looks like he's trying to pull away. I mean, maybe pulling away from him. Who knows? They should just stop this shit. If they are, good. But anyway, let's go ahead and get rolling here. I'm, I, for some reason, I, I'm fucking starving right now. I'm a little hungry. Myself to take I'm hungry. Chance. I'm gonna fucking, we, we only got a few more segments to go and then we can get the hell out of here and get some food in our bellies. So we had the tie of Valkyrie versus Jade Cargill's Mark. Um, this was the TBS championship. We don't get to see Jade very much on uh, on Dynamite. So this was a, a treat, if you will. She came out, Jade did, in a, uh, I believe this was a Storm from X-Men inspired outfit.
2: Yeah, it kind of seemed that way. It definitely with the whole like video board behind her and that kind of shit. The lighting effects and all of that it was very much a Storm theme.
0: I like the white hair. Oh, she is um this girl that she is just built. My God, if every girl was built like Jade Cardgill, I don't know what I would do with my life. Um But yeah, this match, yeah, you know, I, I like both these girls, but I gotta I, I, I don't know if you caught the same thing I did, but not the best match between these two.
2: I mean, I didn't think it was bad. Like it could probably, probably could have been better, but like I, I didn't notice anything that seemed like sloppy. It seemed like the chemistry was all right. Like it wasn't. Like I said, He's it could in, be better, but it he, didn't th- seem it, like
0: it was it, bad. It, it, it could have been better. It could have been better. Nothing horrible, but I thought it could have been a little better between these two. Um, I think eventually Taya will take this, but not on a dynamite. This is going to be a pay per view match. This is going to be a double or nothing. I got a feeling Double or Nothing is where Taya um, might actually be the one to take this title. Possibly. Possibly. Maybe. Um, I thought really one of the cooler parts of the match was after the match, after uh, Jade won, was uh, Taya almost hitting Aubrey Edwards with her finishing move.
2: That I, If she would have actually done that, that would have been wild. Because like she doesn't really take bumps, and I understand right. because you know she's a female referee, so it looks weird to have, you know, guys doing that to her. But if Ty would have just done it, that would have been kind of I, I might have been a missed opportunity there.
1: Might have been. Because,
2: like, yeah, she's a face, but, like, it's wrestling. Like, fucking, how many times has Stone Cold stunned a referee or, you know, rock bottom? How many times has fucking a face beat up a referee and everybody cheered? Like, that shit happens all the time.
0: But you know why it would have made sense? Because she was pissed off because Mark Sterling made it so she couldn't use her finishing move there because it's the same move as Jade's. So she hit Aubrey Edwards with it because she needed to hit her finishing move on somebody. It would have made mm-hmm. sense if she did it. I think they should have let her take the fucking bump. I gotta be honest. Yeah. Someone should have taken that finishing move. I don't care if it was her. I don't care if it was a guy. Somebody should have taken Ty's finisher at, I that, agree with at that. that at that somewhere in that moment. Um. So uh, we had a uh, Britt Baker backstage. She had a black eye with Jamie Hader after that, and uh, they I tell what?
2: You said eye, yeah.
0: Yes, black eye. You know,
2: black eye. Gotcha.
0: You know what's funny? My my notes autocorrect actually put black guy too, <laughs> and I had to change it. I'm like, I did <laughs> I said black eye, not black guy. Like, she was
2: backstage kicking it with Xavier Woods. Adam Cole was holding a camera.
0: Oh, yeah. That's it. Where's Brad Maddox? <laughs> He's been replaced. Jesus, poor guy. Basically, they tell the outcast, do whatever you want to us, but you're going to have to put us in the mog for this to end. That was really the segment. Not a bad segment, though. Uh, they... They tell us, Hey, we're going to break. No, we're going to see Brian Danielson come down first. And then we go to break. So then we get the main event folks, Omega and Takeshita versus the butcher and the blade. I like the match. I actually thought it was a good match. I am. I like the butcher and the blade. I think they're a good team. I really do. I, I, Still say, even with the bald head, the butcher looks older, but I like the gimmick and I like his look. Um, but uh, to ke- uh, the, the match itself wasn't really anything to talk about, kind of what happened after the match is more to talk about. So, Takeshta does get the or uh, yeah, yeah, Takeshta gets the pin in the match, winning it for him and Omega, then Danielson starts walking down on the mics mark mm-hmm. uh and he's saying he sees one professional wrestler and one amateur who's out of breath he's talking uh, that uh, taketa is the professional he's talking about because remember they've both been sort of scouting him in the in the in the midst of the shows here um Danielson saying Takeshita should basically be with The Blackpool Combat Club, not with the elite. And Danielson's talking here, and as he's talking, it was more of a distraction for the Blackpool Combat Club to come out and start attacking everyone from behind. As they do. Now we're back to the old shows. The Bucks come out. And they are super kicking everybody. Smart. Everyone anyone in their way, super kick, super kick, super kick, and that's what they do. Um, so, okay, so after that, we get uh, they hand Omega the screwdriver. Danielson tells Takesh to get in there and stop it, and he does. He gets in front of Omega, he's putting his hands up, he's begging, oh, please, please, and it gave Moxley Just enough time to get up and start taking everybody out. DeKestia's in the ring. He's confused. They tell him, listen, you need to make a decision. And he does. He says no. So Moxley just jams that screwdriver in his head. Now, he must have had that pretty far back in his hand. The first shot, that first shot looked hard. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't bleeding yet. And then Moxley, you know, Moxley, he went in there and made sure it got a little blood. Once again, someone's bleeding this week, and it's not John Moxley.
2: He needed time to regenerate his plasma.
0: I think his wife got on to him. I think Renee was like, dude, enough. Enough. I'm tired of screwing a guy with a goddamn scar on his fucking head. Stop. You're bleeding
2: more
3: than I am. Whoa.
0: Exactly. So,
1: like I said, it wasn't the
0: worst uh, AEW tonight, but it also wasn't one of the best. Um, I liked the ending. I thought it was a good ending, but
1: uh, decent show.
0: Not great. Not amazing, but uh, I don't know. Passable, I guess.
2: (laughs) I think I liked it better than last week, but yeah, there was still some some down moments.
1: See, I liked last week a little better.
0: I liked last week a little better, to be honest with you. Well, but
2: nothing was as bad as the opening segment last week.
0: True. 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 But I thought the end, last week's ending was better. I don't know, man. I I Yeah, I guess you're right. This week was Mediocre, I guess, as was last week. Thanks, Mark.
2: <laughs> what a downer, ending.
0: Let's just end on that note, I guess. If, yeah, unless you have anything else, sir. No, no, I can't
2: say
3: that I do. Yeah,
0: we talked about uh, everything that we needed to, plus more, plus a couple of things we didn't even have on our agenda <laughs> to talk about we got into, but uh, there you go. So, folks, now if anybody wants to know how busy and self-involved I've been last week was our 300th uh, episode, everybody, this is going to be three Oh one. So let me just end the show by thanking everyone for downloading, for listening, for sticking with us through this many episodes through the audio issues we just had. Uh, and have had in the past. But, uh, yeah, last week was actually 300 I I just forgot. For some reason, I thought last week was going to be uh, 298 and I just I lost count. I've been busy. I forgot. But uh, smart, my man. It's a lot of fucking episodes, sir. Yes, sir. It is. And uh, glad you've been fucking hanging with me. I'm glad you stayed with me. And uh, I appreciate it, man.
2: Man, it's been a great time.
0: Absolutely, man. And uh, why don't you go ahead and tell them where they can find you?
2: Well, hell, Monday is 8.30 p.m. It's Totally Inappropriate Sports streaming live on YouTube. But tomorrow... About 8 p.m. Eastern Time, we are doing the NFL Draft Watch Along, so you can come Mm. check it out. It's going to be me, Luke, Cheese. We're going to be having ourselves a grand old time watching the draft. It's probably going to take about five hours to do one fucking round because that thing moves at a snail's pace, but we're going to be there to make dick jokes all along the way, so come join us.
0: You know what, folks? The draft might be boring, but dick jokes are always funny.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, and Luke's beloved Milwaukee Bucks just lost in overtime, so they lost the series 4-1, to one, and he's going to be pretty upset about that. So I will be making fun of him for about four hours. That'll be fun for me, and it should probably be fun for everybody else to listen to. So There check you it go. Out.
0: Folks, if you guys, you, need, you you should be listening to this. So go listen. Check that out. And uh, thanks, everybody, once again. Always, if you like the show, press that little like button. Subscribe, tell a friend to subscribe, tell that friend to tell that friend to subscribe, and then just do what you can do from there. But uh, appreciate everything, everybody. And on that note, back here next week, see ya! Adios.